When it comes to leading worship, are you too busy to worship? This is the Worship Team Training Podcast with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, Worship Teams, what's up? Great to see you today. How are you on this fantastic Tuesday? We are back, and it's so good to see you. Thanks so much for coming in. Brandon Dempsey here with Worship Team Training, and man, it is a great week. We had our little bit of vacation, and some guys of you are still taking vacation, and we hope that everything is going your way today and this week. We got some great topics for you today. We are talking today about how to dwell in God's presence, because I just wanted to know by asking the question, do you feel that maybe you're too busy When it comes to leading worship, are there so many other things going on that maybe you feel too busy to worship? What does that mean to you? Guys, thanks so much for coming in. If you would right now, please swipe and invite all your friends on Facebook. Be sure to like us and to share it out so that way it bumps us up in Facebook. Please do that. And also our friends of Gretchen What's Up and others on Periscope, you guys would swipe and invite. Uh, we thank all of our members here at Worship Team Training University. You can visit that site at wttu.co. If you're listening by our playback audio, uh, iHeartRadio and iTunes, thanks so much for subscribing. My name is Brandon Dempsey. I'm a follower of Jesus and founder, uh, CEO of WorshipTeamTraining.com. And what we do is exactly that. We train worship teams just like you, working with worship leaders on a Friday and Saturday for our workshops that come to you. Find out more by going to WorshipTeamTraining.com slash workshops. Check out our mentoring as well. And as said before, our university, that website site is wttu.co. Be sure, members, what's coming up, you have this on the lookout for this week, Gary Durbin Worship Leader Webinar uh, Wednesday, which is tomorrow at uh, 11 a.m. We have the links up, so go ahead and get to that. If you're watching by Facebook, you can see I just posted that. And also, this coming Thursday, we have the pleasure of hosting uh, Iron City Worship for them to come and to uh, share their heart. It's going to be fantastic. And members, you can find that article as well today at our website. And basically, if you're interested in joining, we ask that you become a member. It'd be great to have you. Just go to wttu.co to learn more. And be sure that you're looking at the comments section, you guys, on um, Facebook. Let's jump right into it. So what does it mean? And I've just opened up the dialogue to you. What does it mean to not be busy? What does it mean to be still when you lead worship? So right now, we just open up the floor. If you guys would, uh, please go ahead and use the comment window below. If you're on Periscope, Facebook Live, let us know what's up. At the same time, let us know who you are, where you're from, your name, city, country. Uh, Big shout out to you guys. Thanks so much for joining us. So yesterday, we found ourselves in this uh, discussion with our members. We have a Monday morning Bible study that we do with here at the university, and in that study, we we talked about the whole concept of what does it mean to just live worship, live daily. And there's a lot of thought there because when we think about our 
leading during the Sunday, sometimes it just comes to only that. In other words, we have the tendency, and I invite you guys to go ahead and comment, let us know your questions, Facebook Live, Periscope, and also playback audio. Um, what does it mean to live worship daily? Because I, I really believe that has much to do with the way that we dwell with God. And so that's the whole point. Do you find yourself busy during the week? Do you find yourself, I mean, we all do, but what does it mean when that busyness starts to creep in to your worship leading? Do you feel at peace? Do you feel at ease? Are you worried more about what's happening with the musicians? Maybe what's happening with the service itself? Uh, maybe the projector went down or uh, projector sounds kind of old when I say that now. Uh, there could be things that maybe have happened to you during the week, maybe on the way to Sunday. How do you, you know, in a great, what's up, Rosie on, um, good to see you, Rosie Martinez on Facebook Live. It's very easy for us, I know. Uh, we're going through transitions right now ourselves as our family. And it's very easy to get into this mindset where you're like thinking um, your thoughts are back on the what have you, the what have yous. And your job as a leader is to focus for people to lead them in worship. But at the same time, our worship is to be, we are to follow Jesus in that worship. So how do you let go? How do you well, how do you get to that mode? I had somebody yesterday, Angelina, one of our members here at the university, she asked that question, how do I just allow the Lord to sing over me? So I'm asking that of you. What do you do, worship leader, worship team member? Go ahead and comment below. Let us know what's up, Facebook Live and Periscope. We want to hear your questions, your thoughts. What do you do to allow God to make you to be still? And I think that's key. Uh Allowing God, right? Uh, what's up, Cherry, on a Periscope? Thanks for joining us. You know, I, I think it's so important that there comes to that play where it's either allowing God or not allowing God, because I think there's times that we all agree that, yes, God is at work, and yes, we want Him to work. But when do you actually just allow Him to do it? When can you just actually pull yourself aside and just, like I said that this morning to myself, Brandon, stay still. God, I need you to help me to stay still. And I believe that comes into play with trust, the trust what Lord is doing, the trust what the Lord is doing. I'm going to share this with you because this is something that is, uh, this, this whole passage is close to me. Psalm 37, uh, one of my favorite chapters, I have many of them. Uh, Cherry, thanks so much for inviting your followers from Periscope. Really appreciate that. Shout out to you, girlfriend. Psalm 37, it's starting at verse 3. I say, I just, I just love what David says here. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So Facebook friends, Periscope leaders, what does that mean to you? That first line, trust in the Lord and do good. So what does it mean to trust the Lord? If we're talking about dwelling with God, we're talking about learning how to be still. Rosie, thanks so much. She says, amen. I mean, that's that's hard for us to do in this day and age. Do you find that? Do you find it hard to be still during your week? 
One thing we talked about yesterday in our Monday morning Bible study is when we live worship daily, it is it is an act of living daily in worship. It's not about the, well, I must get everything clear and good to go so that way Sunday I'm, I'm set. And we can do that, and that's great. But where we find worship is in the day in, day out of living. It's everyday living. It's not a one-moment time where we can just clear things away. Now, provided, yes, there's the logistic of I have to shut my computer down and turn off social media, and I have to find that quiet space for God. Are you doing that? Let me ask you a bolder question. Can you, for 10 minutes, close down your Facebook feed or Twitter, Instagram, whatever? Can you close down your application and just open up the Bible? I mean, here's the deal. Um, I use the good old-fashioned book Bible that you open. Remember, they make them they, – they actually have pages that you turn. It's made out of you know, like paper parchment type right? You guys remember that, right? I mean, because we all have we all have Bible apps on our phones and tablets. And I love using the YouVersion Bible app. I love Faith Life app. I love all of them because I can grab them when I want. But what distracts me is you too. Somebody, the dreaded text banner comes down and you're, you're trying to read Psalm 37. And you're at the point where it says, trust in the Lord and do good. And then you get a text from your pastor that says, oh, don't forget to do the worship service this next Sunday to plan the worship. And you're like, great. <laughs> or like the text roll comes in, the banner shows up and it's from Rick. And he says, sorry, but I won't be there this Sunday. And he's your only drummer. Okay, and then that throws you into a tizzy of trying to man. Now I got to find a drummer. I got to plan the next two weeks out of worship, and now I'm trying to have time with God. Does that happen to you? Does that also do those instances happen to you, even at the time when you're leading worship? It could be somebody coming up to you just before the service, and and they say something that's kind of off. You know, maybe error like, hey, remember what happened last week? Can you not do that same thing again? Or are you going to be sure to do my song that today, this morning? You know, all those kind of conversations that are just, they're so silly. They're so funny. Uh, you know, I think that people mean well, but the Lord wants us to mean him. And I believe that when we're able to turn off, and I don't mean turn off people, but what I mean is, is that we have to come to a place where we have to, again, as I said before, allow God to do his work within us. And so, again, it's not just that Sunday. It's during the week. So if God were to view your Facebook feed every day, what would he see? If God were to, because he does, but let's just say if Jesus were to be scrolling through your Instagram account, what would he see you post? Because think about it this way. All the times that we are posting, sure, we could be spending that time with God. So the amount of – I mean like it, it's incredulous, right? I mean the amount of time that it takes to post a funny video or something that we say, we could be spending – those extra, what, three minutes or something to just dive into being still with God in Scripture. And that's why for me, going back, I use the regular old-fashioned Bible. I just, you know, I, I open it up. I got to turn off my phone or I just got to put it away. You know, so I encourage you, what, what steps can you take 
care of right now. So Facebook Live, Periscope, let's get some conversation going. What can you do? What what bothers you during your time when you need to spend it with Jesus? So I'm going to just dive right back into Psalm 37. And you can comment along the way as I read because I know it takes time to type in. But again, Psalm 37, verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. So now we, we talked about trust, trusting in the Lord, not ourselves. It's, it's a difficult throw when you try to cast everything off for you to do yourself. Man, if I can just grab this, if I can just control that, if I can just bring this into the picture, and man, it will be okay. But when we trust God, you know, Bradley says this. Thanks, Bradley, on Periscope. He says, I got rid of Facebook <laughs> for that reason, found myself spending too much time. I love it. Thanks, Bradley. Gretchen, what's up? She says, truth, be decisive about shutting out the world, i.e. social media. Yeah, I mean, like, social media is is just, it's awesome, number one, to encourage one another. It's an awesome evangelistic tool, but it can be deadly. It can be, it's a double-edged sword. Um, my wife took a break from Facebook, you know, and she just got off completely. And then when she got back on, she's like, yeah, I've missed so much. And I was like, yeah, I've been like uploading all the pictures of her boys and everything, you, you know, and we have fun with that. But um, even our staff here at Worship Team Training, um, I had one of our girls come to me and just say, hey, Brandon, I'm just going to take a break for two weeks. I mean, I'm still going to be here, but I'm going to shut down Facebook. I'm going to go to the mountains and I'm just going to be. And I said, absolutely. I said, just take the time that you need sleep. And and that's the one thing that, that, that was the other topic that we came to yesterday. I told the story about Elijah. And as many of you know, that story, Elijah was fear, fearing for his life, running from Jezebel and found himself in a desert. Would that describe your scenario right now? Do you, do you find, you feel like maybe you have been running from something or to something, and now you're in this season where it's just dry? How do you work through that as a leader of worship, a volunteer, knowing that I've had times that there I am Sunday morning, and I'm like, God, I don't know what to give. I feel like I've been running in my own strength this whole week. I feel dry as a bone, like I'm in a desert. But then what does scripture say? You, you see, you see, said Paul, you see David uh, say that my soul yearns for you. I thirst for you. When is the last time that you really said that to God? And even before service, and I remember distinctively one morning, I just said, God, I'm just so dry. I'm so spent. I feel like I have nothing left to give. And the Lord Jesus just put on my heart saying, Brandon, that's exactly where I want you. Because I don't want anything else from you except you. Cassandra, what's up? Love you, girlfriend. She says this on Facebook, taking a break from social media. There you go again. Cassandra says, taking a break from social media, phone, computer, it's vital in this day and age. You need a chance to recharge in the Word and get back to the foundation. Gosh, I love that. Thank you so much, Cassandra. Uh, what about you? You know, have you have you taken the Facebook plunge the, or the Facebook unplug? You know, now I know you guys are watching it right now, so I'm, I'm not asking that you just shut down today's broadcast, but just asking the question. Are you brave enough 
are you brave enough to shut down social media for a week and just say, you know what, or pick one. Maybe maybe it's hard for you, and I get it. I totally get it. Um, I took a break from Snapchat for two weeks as I've been away. And as you guys know, members and, and you friends right here, worship leaders on our site, Worship Team Training and Facebook, and thank you so much for, for following us and subscribing and liking us. You know me. I'm, I'm always out there. Thanks, Rossi. You know I'm, I'm always out there posting and everything. Uh, Bradley says, I've been five months roughly without, and I've actually enjoyed it. That's awesome, Bradley. Um, but you guys know me. I'm out there posting. We have our team posting, and I just love doing it. But for these past two weeks, honestly, it was like it was refreshing. It was refreshing just to you know, not open up Snapchat and feel like this is something that I have to – do it just it was like just you know it can get to the point where your significance let me just say this worship leaders and friends your significance doesn't come from the many people who like your posts or worship leaders songwriters your significance doesn't come from how many people have heard your song or how much people like your music or how much people like your worship leading or how much people like what you post on instagram it's like the lord jesus God does not care about your Facebook feed. He does, but what I'm getting at is that he cares more about the poster, you, than what's being posted. He cares more about your heart before you hit the send button on your text, before you hit submit. The Lord Jesus is calling you to come away. So before you make that next post, before you make that next text, or before you log in to whatever profile, take just that one moment and immerse yourself in Psalm 37. Trust in the Lord and do good. Because when we're able to trust the Lord, here's what scripture says, we're able to do good. We are able to do good. What does that really mean? This is a step-by-step process. I think that Psalm 37, God is outlaying here a blueprint in order for us to learn to be still. That's what today's topic is about. So I take it this way. Number one, trust the Lord. Regardless of circumstance, regardless of the person or the people in front of you, the horse is made ready for battle, but victory rests with the Lord. Amen. So no matter what we try to do, our trust is in God alone, period. Second thing, do good. What does that mean? Trust in the Lord and do good. Do good means you just do the next thing. Gord, thank you on Facebook Live. He says he loves it when we submit to him. That's right. I love that. Thank you. Play on words there. So absolutely. It's trust in the Lord, right? That's step number one. Step number two is to do good. Now, what does that mean? Do good means you do the next best thing. God, I don't have it figured out. I'm going to trust you. And and maybe in your itinerary of things to do that day, you know you need to, what, plan to worship, do your job, make dinner for the kids, whatever that is. Do good means that you just do that next good thing. Okay, so for right now, God, I'm going to trust you, number one. Number two, I'm going to just do the next thing. And that could be what, walking down the hall because I need to go exercise to the gym. I need to go take a walk outside, whatever that it is. Number three, dwell in the land. 
this goes on uh, uh, verse three, trust in the Lord and do good and then dwell in the land. Dwell, how, what does dwell really mean? Let's look this up. Comments, questions, what, you know, what's going off in your mind right now? How do you dwell? When we look into the, our Webster dictionary, I'm just punching up um, uh, that right now. It says to dwell means to think. That's that's one. Uh, the first the first definition is to live in or at that specified place. The second definition means to think, speak, or write to 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 think on, to dwell in a specified place. So that's what dwelling really means. So trust in the Lord, do good, and dwell where in the land. What does that mean? In the land, in the place where God has placed you. Not in the land where you want to be, not in the land that maybe you're still hung up on from the past. Not the old tapes, the old baggage, the old damage, the old hurt that happened years ago. God does not want you to dwell there because you can't do any good there. And the same thing with moving forward in the future. You can't dwell in the future yet. There's no good that you can do right now in that future time period. The, the good that you can do is the here and now. So trust in the Lord, do good, dwell in the land. And then I love this part, enjoy safe pasture. Uh, Thanks, Gretchen. She says, also be decisive about being in silence before him to hear his voice. Good word. She said, I'm podcast online teaching junkie, but those things can actually prevent me from getting fresh revelation. Thank you for that, Gretchen. Absolutely. That that occurred to me. I, I listened to our friend's this week um, with one of the new albums, uh, People and Songs. I just love, I love Jenny Riddle. I love all their stuff. And um, I invite you, if you're uh, members, uh, check out the link that I posted yesterday. Um, I'm Not Alone. That that song just, wow. I mean, like, I just escape. It, but there's a moment in that song at the very end where, yeah, it's it's all, uh, you know, acapella but there is the silence in that acapella state. When when is the last time that it was quiet when you were with God? When was the last time that you were your church was quiet in worship? If we're talking about being still and dwelling, then why aren't we doing those things? Our our services, our lives are so busy with everything else, but when was the last time that you just stood in silence before holy God. That could be wake, when you wake up. That could be before your head hits the pillow. It could be in the middle of the whole day when things are crazy. It could be in a church service. It could be before the doors open. But I invite you to do exactly what Psalm 37 says, verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. David was a shepherd. So as he wrote this, this is in the time when David is also being chased by Saul. He's a shepherd by trade of, of herding sheep, but yet now he's being sought after to be killed like a, like a runaway sheep. And he's the one saying, I need to trust in God and do good. And I'm going to dwell in this land. I'm going to enjoy safe pasture. Whatever that pasture is that God has given you, then enjoy it. Enjoy the time that you have right now. It's not making the biggest, best set list 
this Sunday. It is in the here and now. It's so hard to unplug, but this is why I come to you every week to encourage you. This is why we have our university to usher our members into new walks with God and to learn about their craft, to learn about their walk. This is what we do. Uh, Bradley, we're coming to his church. He's on Periscope right now uh, to Mississippi. This is why we go to you guys, but this is why your preacher, your pastor at your church, Hopefully, they're encouraging the same thing. Hopefully, your spouse, your family is encouraging the same thing because God is speaking to you no matter if it's through this broadcast or elsewhere, but you need to be still and to dwell in his presence and to just to be unplugged. So I invite you to do that. And guys, we ask that as you're watching this, share this message out with a friend. If you're listening by audio playback, watching video, um, Our purpose is found in trusting God because that purpose is the Lord's purposes who work through us. How does God use it? God uses us because we're willing and we're able to allow him to do what he wants. Number three, how do we encourage others in our team? You live that out. It's not about being perfect. It's just about being intentional. I think it's about being imperfect in the spirit of Jesus Christ and letting him complete you through all the imperfections. Again, we're so worried about what we look like on social media, maybe to the world, maybe to those that we lead worship. But how does God see you and are you okay with that? Because those are the things that need to change. Ultimately, who are we serving in these moments? Who are we serving? We're serving God himself. We're serving the church. We're serving the people. And worship leaders and friends, if you're not taking time out to unplug, you're just pouring out and pouring out and pouring out, and then you have nothing left to give. And if you're not allowing God to pour into you, how can you continue to pour out into other areas of your life, and particularly your own family and yourself? When we learn to dwell, like what Psalm 37 teaches us, We receive all the replenishment, all the nourishment, all the good that God is already at work and doing. So do you believe that? I hope so. I hope that this message encouraged you today. And uh, we ask that you join us tomorrow, members, our Worship Leader Wednesday webinar with Gary Durbin. That's tomorrow at 11 a.m. And then also Iron City Worship comes this Thursday at 11 a.m. Central too. So uh, members, be sure to check that out. You got the email yesterday. And those of you who subscribe to our newsletter from Worship Team Training, thank you for subscribing because you got the same events and everyone's welcome. So just become a member to WTTU and get your access today and to be transformed into what God has called you to do. Uh, remember this, guys. It's not about being perfect. It's about allowing the Lord Jesus to do his work through you, to live and to lead worship. Guys, love you. Thanks so much for coming out today. We'll be back with you later on this week, tomorrow, Thursday, and also again next Tuesday. Love you and see you back very, very soon. Bye. This has been a worship team training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.
right, so now you heard the message of being still and the scriptures that were read about learning how to dwell. Are you doing that and how can you unplug to come away and to be in the God's presence? This is the reason why we've developed Worship Team Training University. God has called us here to help you, the worship leaders, as we lead worship together. We also are to encourage one another, to train up, to spur on, and to find the needed help for you and your ministry and your season right now so that you can explore and transform in the way that God has called you to lead your ministry, most of all, to live your life. Visit WTTU.co and become a member to get more encouragement, to find more tools in music and worship, how to lead your craft, songwriting, you name it. But most importantly, it's to help develop you as a well-rounded, wholehearted worshiper and leader of God. Check out WTTU.co.